Hey everybody, welcome back to 9-4 Radio. I'm going to talk about a couple experiences that I've had recently that have been very enlightening because they were super unexpected. So I imagine I'm very similar to you, like I go through life and, and there's not a lot of things that, there's not a lot of things that come up that are unexpected. So just like with comedy, things are funny because something happens. It's unexpected, right? Um, same thing, like the biggest lessons often occur because something unexpected happened. And for me, they were like good life lessons to myself about myself. And I hope that they, like my story resonates with a lesson that you learned that you may have taken as like a failure or like uh, a, a time that you were really hard on yourself, but actually it was a really good lesson and it was just interpreted, you know, it just wasn't compassionately interpreted. Uh, you know, um, we're all so hard on ourselves and I know we've had, uh, I've had episodes talking about that where um, you know, there's things that I say to myself that I would never, ever say if a friend um, came to me with that circumstance. So I'm going to tell you these stories and and hopefully there's something in your life that you can reflect on and view that experience more as a lesson than an embarrassing situation or like um, a situation that you're really hard on yourself. So let's talk about it. Um, the most recent one was yesterday. <laughs> um, I believe myself to be a pretty comfortable speaker. I'm not an eloquent speaker necessarily. I'm not a very polished speaker, but I'm comfortable. If I was in a crowd, I got picked out of a crowd. Hey, you need to say words on the stage with this microphone in front of 100,000 people. I could do that. And I don't know if it's because I've always been that way or it's just because I've learned through literally thousands of experiences with the military. Just there's really no other... There's no other way around it. You're in charge. Be in charge. You got to tell these people this information and get them moving in a direction. You know, I I don't know if it is just who I am or if it's what I learned. So I do picture myself as someone who's at least comfortable speaking. And throughout this last year or three, I've become a lot more comfortable on camera too. So I do Toastmasters, I do a mastermind group, we're all on camera. I've I've had to cut videos and produce videos and get on Facebook Live and stuff like that, especially when I was at Ice House. And it was completely not comfortable when I first started, but I've I've just developed a comfort over time because you just you do it enough and I'm by no means do I believe that I am the most polished, eloquent, concise speaker out there. But if you give me an opportunity to get on camera and you give me a question, I'm going to I'm going to answer it generally 
comfortably and honestly and and well. And so I I made it to the second round uh, of uh, a position at at Bobcat here in town. And what that what that was was uh, it was a one way interview. So I've never seen it before. It's super cool if you ever have the chance. Um, it's uh, there's a company that exists, and you log in and you get questions, and then you get opportunities to answer. Um, the hiring company sets parameters so they can limit the amount of takes that you um, that that are available to you. Uh, they can limit the the length of time that you have with the question, and they can limit the length of time for your your video that you submit. And I was super stoked on it, you know, like, oh, this is my jam, you know, this is, this is a way to, you know, the evens a playing field, everybody gets the same questions, everybody gets the same opportunity to speak and all that. And uh, with Bobcat, they were very, in my opinion, generous, because we had unlimited time to view the question, we had um, unlimited takes, and then for, you know, the questions, they were um, three, three minutes or one minute, you know, depending on, on the question. And it literally took me almost two hours and I lost count of how many takes it took for me to submit 10 minutes worth of video. And I was like, I, I never got frustrated with myself. I just, in the moment, I was just surprised and I never like, I never lost that. This is fine. You know, I never, I never lost that humor. I was just, it was just a mess. And all I could do was, was smile about it. And I'm, it was really, it was interesting to me because I, the, the less time, like the, the shorter videos were easier for me to cut than the longer videos. And in, in a lot of ways, I wish I would have had fewer takes because the more the, the more I could, um, I don't know, the more unlimited, the, the less limits that were out there, the more I wanted to make it better. And there, look, there were, there were plenty of takes out there where I just, I didn't know where I was going. And there was a couple takes where I ran out of time and I had to kind of narrow my message a little bit, but I was just surprised at the fact that how many takes it took me because I, I really went in and I was like, man, I hope it's like you get a minute for the question. You get a minute, you get one take, move on to the next. I, I like, obviously my answers would not have been as concise and they might not have been as, as thought out, but I would have been through that interview process a lot faster. I, I will tell you that right now. And it was very interesting to me how having the ability to start over made every made every mistake more magnified because, you know, in my mind, 
you know, maybe subconsciously uh, I'm like, well, people are going to be perfect and polished and I need to be, I need to be better than that. And ultimately it's like polished and eloquent isn't genuine. It's not who I am. I mean, there, there may be people who are just naturally polished speakers or not even naturally polished speakers. They've done it so much that it's, it's seamless and, and I'm not there and that's okay. Like I am totally, I'm super happy with my video submissions. I just can't believe it took me that long. Um, and I, I do feel like they weren't polished. I wasn't, I caught myself presenting and a couple times and I, I 100% deleted those, those takes because it's not who I am. And, uh, it was very interesting for me to, to like, to learn that about myself, like, especially having a podcast, I, I talk on a microphone, you know, a couple times a week and, and being in Toastmasters, I imagine there is a, an expectation that's out there that, oh, you're a Toastmaster. Great. Um, you, you must be polished and eloquent. Um, and I know I, I keep using that as the only two words I can, I can think of right now to, to like convey a very effective, very good speaker. Um, and I'm not, I don't think I'm a bad speaker. I don't think that I, I, I'm in like, I can always get better, but I'm, I'm very serviceable right now. And I will get better with repetitions because that's, I've seen myself do it in other areas. I will get better with repetition and I'm not in a position where I want to rush the process. So it, uh, it was a very humbling experience and I'm very grateful that I gave myself, uh, the videos were due today. I did them yesterday. So I gave myself basically 28 hours, um, to have all of the technical difficulties and all the stuff. And, um, I'm very grateful that I took the time because had I believed, oh, this is going to be one hour in and out, I would have felt a lot more rushed. And so that's a win. Um, yeah, it was, it was just, it was very interesting to me and I'm, I feel a lot more able to relate to someone who was in that position. So this is going to be, you know, I, I 100% believe like this is going to be the new normal and I'm grateful to have had that experience because it's in some way, shape or form, it is going to make me, it's not going to make me better, but it's, I'm going to be able to help somebody. And that's the most important thing. So taking my lessons and maybe, maybe that's it right now. Like maybe that's it right now is I went through that experience so I could have a conversation today and you could listen to it and be like, oh yeah, that's, 
that's me. That's me tomorrow, you know, and it will at least take some pressure off. So um, that was my first very interesting experience. That was very unexpected. Uh, My second one I talked about a little bit, so I'm not going to get super into it, but it was the actual like test anxiety that I experienced uh, taking my project management professional exam proctored at home here. Um, I, I don't, I don't normally experience test anxiety and I did, I did in that moment. And it was the same thing. I went in very confident. Like I know who I am. I know that I'm a good student. I know I did the work and I know that I don't want to take any more time spinning my wheels. I'm taking the test. I'm either going to, I'm going to know it or I'm not going to know it. Giving myself another week or two is not going to help me. And sitting for that test, I, I had a plan. Like I had a plan. I, I believed that I, I knew, you know, all of the structure, especially of a proctored test. It's, it's one thing, um, I feel like I would have been more comfortable in an actual proctored setting because when I was at home, I just, I didn't, I was tougher on myself. Like I, I didn't know what was off limits. Um, so I, I didn't, for example, I didn't even get out of my chair and I could have 100% stayed on camera. No problem. Getting out of my chair, like kind of like, like walking back and forth, moving, you know, moving my wrist, moving around. Um, I didn't like, I, it just felt like the minute I was on camera, okay, I'm, I'm in it. I'm here for until I'm done with the test, you know, and I, there was a 10 minute break in there. And I think I took maybe four minutes of my break that, uh, that I was allotted because I was just so, it was more comfortable for me to just continue on with the test than like continue to second guess what I was doing. And it was very enlightening to me because there are people out there who are going to be sitting for proctored exams. And I hope that um, if, you know, especially for professional certifications and for school and, and all that, um, this is, this is also the new normal. Um, Having proctored tests at home, having um, just taking proctored tests just in general, um, studying at like as an adult, um, you know, continuing your education, you know, not necessarily formal education, but like, um, certificate, like certifications and stuff like that, especially in project management. It, um, it was interesting and my, my, you know, techniques, my anxiety blocking techniques did work. Um, but the biggest thing was actually just admitting that oh, okay, I don't feel comfortable right now. My heart rate is elevated. Um, I really, like, my breathing is shallow if I don't focus on it. Um, I'm, like, just the chatter inside my head is a very high rate. And being able to just sit and acknowledge and identify that was huge. And it was the the next step from there is doing the things that I knew I could do, right? So taking a deep breath, you know, um, focusing on a big inhale and then a very long exhale. 
you know, um, and just focusing on my breath, you know, moving my fingers, moving my toes, um, keeping blood flow going, um, just that did help with all the chatter, you know, so, um, so starting with breathing, because breathing is the one thing that I can control. Breathing lowers the heart rate, lowers the chatter, and, and it was the thing that I could focus on. And it makes me more relatable to somebody else in that position or somebody who's going to be putting themselves in that position. I never realized how, I never realized how many people don't do things because because of uh like avoiding discomfort and now that i've felt the discomfort and i understand that i i just understand that that exists in the world it's it's never been who i am and and i know in previous episodes i've talked about i will put myself in a situation where i don't have a choice i have to take action Signing up for my project management professional certification, like that was one of them. The the easiest and the quickest way is through. And I learned that through the military. And I've always really carried that forward. And some of that just might be who I am, right? I've never I've never signed up for, for example, I've never signed up for um, like a 5k or a 10k or a tough mud or whatever. I've never signed up and not done it. It's a, when I sign up for it, I like, it's already there. And I'm learning that I've taken that for granted because that's, that's not the case with everybody. And so that's, that mindset is a, is a tool and having that discomfort and like having to take a bunch of, you know, having to take a bunch of takes um, to get through a, a one-way interview and having to calm myself down in the middle, like in the beginning and in the middle of a, of a uh, proctored standardized test gives me insight and like compassion, more compassion than I had for people who feel those. And then avoid, like, avoid that discomfort. And sometimes it it takes somebody to just show you that it's possible. You know, I, I've had that in reverse. I, I've, never, I've never really experienced anybody not doing something they say they were going to do. Especially on a professional level. Um, and it wasn't until I was done with my test that a friend of mine who like got me to take the the PMP she told me she's like most people that take that test the first time they don't pass and there's a large percentage of people that sign up for that test that never take it and I just didn't know that was an option and I I obviously would have never taken it but she waited until I was done done and passed the test before she really even exposed me to that information and it was very, like, it was super enlightening and it was very interesting to me. So I hope that in this episode, 
if you've experienced something like that, understand there are tools to to help. And more importantly, it is not a character flaw. It is a lesson. I could have easily got frustrated in both of those situations, threw my hands up and quit and left. And been super ashamed and like questioning my character, questioning my identity, but I, I didn't. And, and the way that I didn't, it's not because I'm special. It's not because I have some gear that no one else has. I just gave myself some compassion. I took a minute and I reapproached. And if it's, I, I do hope that you can gain some confidence out of this episode, but we all need support. That was one of the things in my interview that I, I, um, I really hammered home is um, some of the questions I had never, I'd never really considered. And, and my answer was that I just asked for help, you know, building relationships, maintaining relationships and asking for help will solve a lot of problems because it takes a village. You know, you can be the best planner in the whole world. And when things go sideways, it's the relationships that you built and maintain that are going to help get you out of that crisis or hiccup or whatever. So I want this to be another, I want this to be a relationship that, that you can rely on. And so if this resonates with you, um, go back to that time. And even if you, you did, if you got frustrated, if you threw your computer, if you walked out of a test, if you didn't sit for a test, it's you can it's never too late to learn the lesson and and give yourself some compassion it's it's not that you were it's not that you're a bad person you're human we all like it's what it is there's a lesson there and if you questions comments um are are looking to to take a step and and are looking for some support reach out 9.4.coaching at gmail.com you can obviously hit me up on any of my social media platforms at 94coaching and and we'll we'll talk we'll see we'll see what happens and we'll go from there big lessons big lessons happen when you are not looking for them so um so just know that if you're ever caught off guard there's a lesson in there and we'll talk to you next time thanks